And we're live. Welcome to Two Guys in the Bed podcast, the official podcast where reality becomes fantasy. It's Thursday, October 27th. Thanks for tuning in. This is your host, Touchdown There. You're a three-time champ and your friendly commissioner. And as always, I've got my co-host with me, Deck and Black. I didn't know you're an ACDC fan, man. How's it going? Hey, what's up? Well, two things. Uh, it's October 26th, not 27th. No biggie. Oh, uh, shit. My bad. Second. I live uh, in the future, dog. I live in the future. It's, that's right. Uh, it's Dak in the – it's not Dak in black, okay? It's uh, Baby Got Dak, and I'm a bigger fan of Sir Mix-a-Lot than ACDC. Oh, uh, so, I, uh, I see. Yeah. I got you. All right. Well, uh, we got uh, – tell us about our sponsors, and I've heard we got a new sponsor this week. Yeah. Hey, uh, got DraftKings still keeping the lights on. Appreciate all you do. Uh, promo code WRBF. They're giving out uh, free money, $30 for uh, putting that promo code in. Uh, wow. Also, new sponsor this week, Depends for Men. That's right, the adult diapers. Uh, they help you with those unexpected Dookie Awards. And I must say, uh, they're pretty slim fitting. I saw TJ this week, couldn't even tell he had it on. <laughs> I uh, think he had the thing loaded up. He probably had two or three Dookie Awards and he didn't even know it right then. That's right, that's right. <laughs> I always love having new sponsors, so I appreciate it. Depends. Thanks, guys. All right, let's go ahead and start the podcast with looking back at week seven. Um, pretty groundbreaking week in WRBF. I don't know this has ever happened before. We had four out of the six matchups ended up with somebody getting their name changed. So we had some pretty lopsided victories. And uh, because of this, I feel like we need to take the time to introduce these new names to the league since there's so many of them. Yeah, welcome. Uh, welcome. Yeah. Welcome to uh, this is the new guy, TJ. Um, I beat TJ by more than 50 points, so I changed his name. And I went with this is the new guy, TJ, because he's new in our league, so he is the new guy. But he's had his name changed so many times. I feel like there's a lot of confusion whenever you're looking at your matchups and you really don't know who you're playing because his name has been changed so much. Uh, so I tried to help out his opponent uh, in week eight by go ahead and name them. This is the new guy. TJ. So I like it. I like it. I like it. And TJ, he really looked up this week. There, I'm not gonna. Um, he could very well beat me this week. So, um, you know, I have no depth, which we'll talk about. But he, I'm playing him this week, and it's well, he's gonna lose, but he's not gonna get have to get his name changed again. So okay, but he won't be able to change it back. Is what you're saying? He's still gonna that's lose. right. That's right. That's Don't right. forget, TJ. You can't change your name unless you win. Okay, rookie. Know the rules, rook. Know the rules. That's right. All right, so next up, uh, Tim. Tim pulling out a 50-point victory over Tucker. Well done, sir. Well done. He changes Tucker's name to Lauren Where's the Pants. It's always nice to have a guy attack your masculinity. So well done, Tim. That's right, well done. And it's all, I want to add it's always nice to also see Tucker lose. So that's always a plus. Yes. yes. Great and team name. Great team name, Tim. Well done, sir. He's uh, making us go back on that that podcast of a couple weeks ago when we said Tim was kind of headed on a downward spiral. He's uh, he's doing pretty good. Yeah. yeah, stepping it up. Speaking of guys stepping it up, Kevin coming in clutch. Uh, last week we said that Kevin may be, may be going down as well, but uh, he, he stepped up with a huge win over, over Logan and changes his name to Mayweather's a bitch. Mm. I think I've heard Logan say that before. Oh, yeah? Um, 
Kind of a foggy memory. I'll, maybe I'll figure it out by the end of the show. Mm. Well, I'll let you think on that. And speaking of thinking on that, this is the first in the Two Guys in a Bed podcast. We have our very first athlete question. Oh, yeah. Let's hear it. All right. Um, Kevin beat Logan by almost 100 points, which made me think and made me mm-hmm. research and look up what and this is the question by the way what is the biggest beatdown in wrbf history oh what was the biggest beatdown in wrb now kevin was close he beat logan by damn near a hundred points he almost put up a hundo on logan yeah. almost almost had to reword the constitution we'd have to come up with something yeah but now that was a big win but it wasn't it was not the biggest win okay mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, I I think I remember looking this up for our stat of the week a few podcasts a uh, few podcasts back. So I'm not gonna spoil it. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Well, I'll give you some think time, and we'll come back and give you the answer in just a few minutes. Don't cheat and look it up in a WRBF record book. Um, Tyler, you also had a big win. You beat Chris, um, and you changed his name to Lost My Johnson. Tell us a little bit about why you went with Lost My Johnson there. Well, you know, I called it last week that I was going to beat him, um, and I knew I was going to be changing his name. I I prematurely threw out owl pellets, and I thought about that. I, I really went – okay, Logan, we get it. Um, I really thought about doing that, went back and forth on a couple things, but I thought I'd play on the fact that he lost David Johnson so early in the year. Um, and, of course, that's just a – that's kind of a penis joke, Chris. I don't know if you <laughs> – picked up on that or not but you know lost my johnson i thought it's kind of funny you know all of us are just little middle school boys inside to start with that's right um yeah some and some i don't know some of the team people may have been inside middle school boys i don't know i question some of these people. <laughs> oh me hey maybe they still are you never know yeah that's right, that's right maybe they still are yeah. i don't judge all right but uh let's move on and oh gosh I have to give myself a, a pat on the back. I'm going to toot my own horn here. Last week, I predicted that the Chiefs would lose to the Raiders, and I also predicted that the Eagles would beat the Redskins, this making the Eagles the best team in the NFL, giving them the best record, 6-1, and one, and it came true. The Eagles are, in fact, the best team in the NFL, and the Raiders beat the Chiefs. Damn it, Logan. Logan. <laughs> Logan. Chill out right there, brother. All right. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty awesome. I feel pretty good about myself. Yeah. Uh, not so fast, my friend. You also predicted Amari Cooper as the most underrated, underperforming person, and he went bananas. Yes. He obviously listens listens to the Two Guys in a Bed podcast because sure. I did call him the biggest bust, and he went off. He had like two touchdowns in the first quarter. He had he was on pace to score damn near ten touchdowns in the game. Uh, ends up with a total of 45.4, uh, 44.5 points, which was the second most this year. Um, Kareem Hunt had 47.1 points in week one for Logan. Uh, so, yeah, well done, Steve. And that's pretty ballsy move to even start Amari Cooper. But he came through and uh, had a big game for Steve. That's right. Amari Cooper, friend of the podcast. So uh, what I what I need you to do is talk about how bad the Indianapolis backfield is because I really need them to go off this week. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So good luck with that. They're, they've The Indianapolis backfield have been studs all year. So why wouldn't That's they? That's right. Why wouldn't yeah. they? I, I really feel good about my stack that I have starting up. <laughs> uh, 
starting them both this week. Well, if there's one team to stack, it's the Colts for sure. <laughs> no doubt. All right. And then uh, Tucker. Oh, man. I, I love the guy. Don't get me wrong. I love the I know. guy. I do too. I really do love you, Tucker. And it, it's nice because you can make fun of Tucker and talk shit, and he, he doesn't take it to heart. So uh, we're going to go ahead and talk some shit. Tucker yeah, continues. That's right. that's right. He continues to miss on quarterbacks. <laughs> it's, getting the, it's becoming like a weekly thing. Um, and, and he just continues to remind us that he is a horrible game manager. Now, I, I don't – Just when you, just when you <laughs> think he, he, might, he might be getting better at this, he just reminds us how bad he is. Yeah. He, won the, he won the championship the very first year we had this league, and that's when it was really just – we were just all figuring it out. We, were, we just discovered we had penises, and we are just kind of playing around with them. We, <laughs> right. we, we weren't good at it. We weren't good at right. using them. You hadn't found your stroke. right and he won he just fucking backwards backed his ass into it uh but let's not let's not talk too much shit (laughs) a penis i don't know i don't know we are gonna i'm confused (laughs) well a lot of us are yeah uh we're gonna we're gonna talk about how shitty tucker is a little bit later it'll bubble up again Mm, um all right and then chris oh man chris loses by 50 yet again Oh, the dude that Sasquatched so many guys last year is just getting squatched on the regular this year. Yeah, man. He he squatched so many people last year that it was a struggle to to keep up with who was who because everyone had the team name I just got squatched. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he squatched somebody that had the name I got squatched. Like, <laughs> right. And so we're going from that last year. Now we just got one guy in the team that keeps getting renamed TJ. <laughs> Um, so it's a little bit different. Everybody's just taking their turn with TJ. Yeah. Hey, I got a question for you, Tyler. Did yep. we prematurely, speaking of penis, penis prematurely, <laughs> right. um, did we prematurely crown Ryan the worst team in WRBF? I mean, I think, I, I think so. I think we have, we, we probably, we probably, uh, made that call a little too early. <laughs> Chris is. <laughs> It's starting to come to me. I can't, I'm trying to remember where I heard that from. Okay. Um, it's it's starting to starting to come around. I really think that Chris is going to be the worst team. So we're going to have to figure out something for him to do. You know, we in the past, the loser has had to sing the national anthem. Ryan, not going to be around um, if we were still doing that. He would probably try to sing the Nicaraguan national anthem anyways. So that's <laughs> He would have learned all the words of that. It's Honduras. 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 Gosh, I'm sorry. Yes, Honduras. Uh, um, yeah, Chris is bad, man. Chris is bad. Yeah, it might work out. Since Ryan won't be around, Chris will, you know, he'll be around to do whatever. The, and remember, we changed the rule. Uh, whoever the champion is gets to pick the punishment for, for oh, inevit- yeah, inevitably it's going to be Chris. So That's right. <laughs> yes. We get to pick what Chris does at the draft next year. That's right. And speaking of the worst team, I think the worst division, I think we can officially go ahead and crown the Bill Walsh division, the worst division in the league. Uh, every team in that division lost except for Steve last week. And uh, I don't even know who's in that division because three of the four teams got their name changed. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, poor TJ. I don't know if he'll remember what his uh, team name was if he ever gets to change it back. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's been so it, long. Yeah, at least at least he's not Craig. I mean, there's that, you know. And yeah. uh, all right, let's move on and uh, let's talk about some trades. Let's talk. Well, first, let's talk about the trade that didn't happen. You were telling me earlier about TJ. He's a rookie in the league, and the first year you're really 
trying to make a name for yourself, and I don't think this is the way to do it. Tell us about the trade that, that TJ offered you. Dude comes at me, I mean, just uh, lost a lot of respect for Teach. Comes at me with Vikings defense and special teams for Todd Gurley. Um, wow. I don't know what he's thinking. Maybe his daughter Ella got a hold of his phone again. Um, you know, there's no telling. But for the the number one running back, he's going to offer me the Vikings defense. Come on now. Mm, That's not good, Teach. That's not a good look for you, buddy. Uh, not good at all. Not a good way to gain respect and where reality becomes fantasy. But uh, you did, however, pull the trigger on a, a trade with Tim, and this was actually a groundbreaking trade in WRBF. You guys made history with your trade. Uh, tell us about the trade you made with Tim. Yeah, first of a kind, I was looking to pick up some fab money uh, to try to build a little bit of depth on my team um, through the free agent market, and I just had to have some cash kind of overspent early in the season, so – I got, got a uh, – never gets old. I got a uh, – traded Tim Amir Abdullah for some fab money. And, uh, you know, I think it worked out. I think, yeah, it, I think it, it turned out to be okay. You don't have any depth. You have, like, zero depth on your on your bench. So this, this move could be beneficial for you to add depth by picking up free agents. Yeah, and uh, unfortunately I ended up blowing some money this week. We'll talk about that in a little bit, little bit later on as well. We'll get back to that. Um, and Steve made a trade with Tucker. Um, on paper, at first glance, it may look like it's kind of a lopsided deal. Steve gets Christian McCaffrey and Keenan Allen, and then Tucker gets LaShawn McCoy. And I think, um, at first glance, you know, at least you see LaShawn McCoy, and you would think that you know Tucker wins this deal. It's it's a top five running back. Um, even though LaShawn McCoy has only scored maybe like one touchdown all year, he's going to put up good yards because he is the only a player on that offense and you know the ball is it's going to run through LaShawn McCoy so you know he's going to put up numbers but I feel like Christian McCaffrey is starting to get in his groove um he's, he's catching a lot of passes out the backfield he's going to get at least three or four points just on catches alone um so I think he'll be able to make a, a good amount of the difference from losing LaShawn McCoy and then Keenan Allen the Los Angeles Chargers are going to throw the ball mm -hmm. a ton. They're going to be behind a lot. And Keenan Allen is the best wide receiver there. So I, I actually think it's a pretty fair deal. Yeah, I think it's a pretty fair trade. Um, you know, the Bills just aren't very good this year. They haven't they haven't had much of a running game. I mean, Tyrod Taylor is has almost performed as well rushing as LaShawn McCoy this year. So mm -hmm. um, I think it's a pretty fair trade for both. You know, Christian McCaffrey's kind of underperformed, but he is getting a lot of burn. He's getting a lot of touches out there. That's right. In Carolina. So maybe it'll start to produce. That's right. And then um, we didn't forget about the trade that Tucker and Nick made. Um, we're going we're gonna to talk about that later. That's gonna, it's going to bubble up again a little bit later in the mm -hmm. podcast. Um, and speaking of Nick, he actually calls out Kevin for another trade that was proposed. Um, Kevin is looking to give Andrew Luck away. Um, and Andrew Luck is, is – probably going to be out for the season, and, and Nick calls him out on that. Uh, Nick, uh, Kevin wanted to get Travis Kelsey, the, probably the top three tight end for, for Andrew Luck there. That's that's not good. Yeah, there have been uh, – I don't know if you've checked the message board this morning. They've been going back and forth a little bit this morning. Um, Kevin, Kevin is uh, playing the angle of, hey, I'm trying to help your team in the future. Um, 
Yeah, that's real nice of Kevin, isn't it? Um, but yeah, so, you know, he's always looking out for every, everyone's best interests. If nothing else, he's a, he's a thoughtful guy. You got to give that's him right. that. That's right. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's cool. Next up, we have my favorite part. Stat of the week. Stat of the week. Yeah, it's time for that WRBF stat of the week. Stat of the uh, week. Tyler, Tyler, we got a big stat this week. Um, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you have it. Tell us about the WRBF stat of the week. Stat of the week. All right. What we got this week is the stat of the number two. Mm, two. Number two. Yeah. I kind of feel like Sesame Street doing these. Today's number is two. Two. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> two. As in Kevin only needed two players to beat Logan last week. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. We start nine. Kevin only needed two. Uh, Logan's team with the, with the dismal performance. Kevin gave him the jab jab left hook, uh, and all he needed was two two people. Zeke with forty four points, Wentz scored thirty two, and that, my friends, would have beat Logan by ten points almost. <laughs> wow, wow, that's a pretty shitty performance. It's a good nominee for the Dookie Award, but we'll find out if Logan pulls out the Dookie Award this week a little bit later. Uh, so, injuries. We had some big injuries. Carson Palmer goes down. He's going to be out at least eight weeks with a broken arm. Um, but, you know, that kind of works out for Tucker. Um, it makes managing his team a little bit easier, but we're actually going to get into that a little bit later. Um, <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. Uh, Jay Cutler has some crack ribs um, in Miami. But I feel like – I think Matt Moore is actually the better quarterback anyways. I think he's got a good connection with Kenny Stills. Uh, sleeper – Free agent ad of the week. I just picked up Kenny Steele's. He just had two touchdowns when uh, Matt Moore came back. So I think that's going to be a nice pickup for me. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, that makes one of you. <laughs> Don't sleep on Kenny Steele's, man. We'll see. <laughs> and then, oh, man, I hate, I hate this. This next injury, oh, it, it really hurts my heart. Joe Thomas, the number one rated tackle in pro football focus, goes down. And he's going to be out for the rest of the season. He's the only guy worth a flip in Cleveland. He's had the, he's had like he's the Brett Favre of football. He like right. <laughs> he's he's had like over ten thousand snaps consecutively. Hasn't oh, missed. A, I thought you meant he did Wrangler commercials. <laughs> no, no, he's like an Iron Man. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, dude doesn't miss a snap, and now he's gone for the rest of. The, so I mean, if you're a Cleveland fan, all right, maybe this is a poll question. This is a poll question. Of the, of the week. If are, you're you, are you a Cleveland fan? No. <laughs> no, no, that's not it. <laughs> if you are a Cleveland fan, do you even go to the games anymore? Like, do you even buy a ticket to the game? You know? Yeah. What's the point? I guess. I mean, if they're still a Cleveland fan, then I guess so, because they've had some pretty <laughs> rough years. It's been a oh. long time since Joe Brown. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it has. But, uh, oh. Hurt my heart yet again, Jason Peters for the Eagles. The number two rated tackle in all or for pro football focus goes down with uh, for for the season with a torn ACL and MCL. Um, the Eagles are the best team in football. They have the best record. Uh, they've beaten the Redskins twice now. Um, they're leading the division. <laughs> they're leading the league. But I really do, and deep down, I think this is going to hurt. Um, Jason Peters protects Carson Wentz, and even though Carson Wentz has to – scramble a lot. I think he's going to have to scramble twice as much now with Jason Peters out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be tough, man. You hate seeing the big guys go down. And most of the time you have those linemen wearing those like 
protective knee braces and I didn't see I don't think I saw one on Jason Peters when he when he got injured I don't I guess it affects mobility but man it, you got to save the knees yes that's right yeah tell me about it I'm still recovering I, I still can't even freaking run yet man it's been six months and Tucker still hasn't paid for any of my medical bills even though he was the one that damn broke my knee <laughs> all right. All right. Well, we got we're gonna move on from injuries and we're gonna look at this week's Dookie Award winner. Um we got two solid choices this week. Um I'm gonna let you pick. We had two choices written down, little little inside uh two guys in the bed podcast, a little inside uh knowledge there. There's two choices. I'm gonna let you pick, Tyler. Who is the Dookie Award winner this week? Well, both both are deserving, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I th- I think what tipped the scales in his in his favor uh, was the trade that he made this week. Mm. Uh, congratulations, Tucker! You are our Dookie Award winner. Well done, sir. Well done, sir. You <laughs> you deserve it. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, I, we thought, like you mentioned earlier, we thought the injury to Carson Palmer was going to make Tucker's life a lot easier. Now he doesn't have to, to choose between uh, two quarterbacks and well, choose the wrong one every, every week. Yeah. Last Um, week, week week seven, he chose uh, Palmer over Winston. Palmer gets hurt. He goes down. Then the week before that, he chose uh, Winston over Palmer and Winston has a horrible game. So he, just, right. he keeps choosing the wrong quarterback. We thought he was going to have that behind him, but what does he do? He makes a trade, Tyler. Tell us about it. Yes, he trades uh, Gronk, number one tight end uh, in the league, mm-hmm. and and Michael Thomas, who it was a keeper for him, I believe. Mm, that's correct. Keep, keeper pick. So, uh, 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 man, just you, you – don't see stuff like this. Just traded away a keeper and the number one tight end. And you know, uh, he, he's got a good quarterback. He's got Jameis Winston. He doesn't yeah. need another. He's already had their bye. They had bye week one. That's You're right. not going to so, have to worry about benching him. Yeah, of course he doesn't need another quarterback, but so he, he, he gets he gets another quarterback. Of course he does. <laughs> of course right. he does. Because he's, why wouldn't he? He's got a great track record of picking the right one, so let's just keep right. it going. That's right. Uh, so yeah, all you Deshaun Watson fans, uh, sorry, Tucker picked him <laughs> up. So every other week he's going to be awful. Um, and Lamar Miller, so um, which is going to be good for Nick because now he has he still has Deontay Foreman, who's going to end up starting there before the year's over. So mm. just bad trade, bad week for Tucker. Uh, mm. You know, I want to feel bad for him, but I just can't. Um, <laughs> it's Tucker, right? You it's know. Tucker, I just can't do it. I just can't do it. I just can't do oh, it. So congratulations, Tucker, goodness. on the Dookie Award. Yes. Um, you'll be getting it in the mail or maybe in a burning paper bag on your front door. Uh, just stomp on that and put it out. Um, <laughs> yes. And uh, we'll talk about we'll talk about uh, things a little bit later on the show. But, yeah, we got still a lot, lot more to get to. All right, let's get to the waiver wire. Let's kind of try to burn through this real quick. Uh, we had one of the busiest waiver wire Wednesdays in the league. Uh, Ted Ginn was the most popular ad. Five managers went after him. Um, so that was pretty cool to see. Lot, lot, always like to see people bidding over the same guy. Um, makes it a little bit more interesting. And speaking of things that were interesting, what the <laughs> hell do you see in O.J. Howard that nobody else sees? That's really yeah. interesting. Tell me about it. I know. O.J. Howard had a great week last week. Two touchdowns, almost 100 yards, and six targets. Um, and I really thought he would be 
a sought after waiver wire pickup. Um, especially, especially when I drafted him in the 16th round, OJ Howard will be uh, a great tight end for the next 10 years. I mean, wow. dude is going to be awesome. Okay. And I, just knew that I was going to be lucky enough to tell my grandkids that I was able to keep him two straight <laughs> years in the 16th round because no one else could see that potential. Now tell me why you spent uh, so much money on him. You spent 27 bucks on him. Tell me why did. you did that. I, I spent 27. I lost sleep over this, man. I started out, my bid was 11 and I just, I just thought about it. The more I thought about it, I was like, man, I need to up that. So I upped it to 12. So you get up in, in, in the middle of the night, get out of bed and go, yeah. <laughs> go test it. I was like, man, I love him $11 worth. Somebody <laughs> has to love him $12 worth. So then I got up to 13, you know, and I was like, ah, someone probably loves him 14 and 15, so on. And it got up to $27. And I was like, okay, all right, that's it. There's no one that could love him $28 worth. So, so I put $27. Hey man, I love you this many dollars worth. <laughs> oh, Michael Scott, I love him, man. Yeah. Oh, that's a great drop. Well, congratulations, you got him, and uh, you spent over fifty percent of your remaining Fab budget on him. I hope it's worth it. I hope you get a nice return there, um, especially since nobody else wanted him. I hope he, you know, he's <laughs> no. like the, the orphan. He's like the the tight end nobody wanted. So I hope he I hope he does well for you. I feel I I know how Steve feels feels or felt when he picked up Darren McFadden um, and nobody else bid on him. That's right. Well, uh, hey, speaking of, of uh, breaking ground here, we have a very first emailer into the show. We got an All email right. here from uh, Straight Cash Homie, Kevin. Um, he emails the show, and again, it's where reality becomes fantasy at gmail.com. Feel free to email. He says, hey, guys, long-time listener here. Been with you guys since the start. Hey, appreciate that, Kevin. I look forward to the mediocre fantasy advice and especially the shit talking every week. Well, thanks, I guess. Um, I have two questions for you guys. One, how was last week's performance for spiraling out of control, bitches? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think we pretty much addressed that, Tyler. I mean, I, he has redeemed himself. He nearly put 100 points up on Logan, gave him a great fantasy football team name. Um, I, I feel like he's back up there with the upper echelon of our, of our league. <laughs> Damn it, Logan. Right. <laughs> Logan, jeez. Uh, cut him off. Yeah, um, yeah I think so. I, I, I really, Logan really is going to be paying the, the biggest price for all that shit talking to Kevin. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Really felt bad for him. Ran into a buzzsaw this past week. And his next question was, since we are starting down the back nine of this year's season, who do you guys see as a potential breakout candidate and can lead their owner to the promised land? I have the answer for you. The correct answer is Sir Corey Davis, uh, the wide receiver at the Tennessee Titans. I've got him on my bench. I drafted him late. He's keeper potential for me. He's been injured with a hamstring. Um, he's been out with that hamstring injury most of the season. So I haven't started him, but he is going to break out in the second half he could possibly take the spot of Adam Thielen, my, the, you know, the love of the white wide receiver. I've started him a lot. But Corey Davis, I feel like, could take his spot as a starter on my, on my team. I think he's going to lead me to the promised land, and he's going to be the, the, the breakout candidate. Well, that's, that's awful, awful nice of you to say. Um, there is a correct answer, and that is not it. Mm. Um, the correct answer to this question is going to be Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara – is a stud and he's not on my team, but he's going to end up being one of the key players. You know, they always post who is the 
player on the highest percentage of the of the championship teams. Mm-hmm. I think Alvin Kamara is going to end up being a stud by the end. I mean, he's already good, but he's going to end up being a key player uh, this year. I think okay. he's going to be one of the ones. He's going to his team's going to be playing some meaningful games later in the in the season, and I think that's going to have a big deal, a big part of it. That's going to mm-hmm. play a big part of it. We'll see. Nick has Alvin Kamara. He also has uh, Mark Ingram. So he's starting both running backs each week. He's stacking those New Orleans running backs. We'll see. It's been working out for him well so far. Let's see if he, he can lead him to the promised land. So thanks, uh, thanks Kevin, for emailing. He also says, uh, thanks for the help. Straight cash. P.S. Wrinkled cash still spins. Love it. Love it. Well done, Kevin. You got that right. All right, let's look into week eight. Uh, the WRBF matchup of the week is me versus Kevin. Tyler, tell me, what do you think about this great matchup of these two heavy hitters? I think this Matt, you versus Kevin. I mean, this has a lot of great storylines. Can you really turn on the one you love? <laughs> we all know your obsession with uh, Kevin's team and how you have just just loved on his team all year long. Um, this is the kind of game, the storyline that uh, soap operas are made of. <laughs> you know, you have the storyline. Will you roll beast mode out there just to ensure? that Kevin's team stays as awesome as you think they are. (laughs) I feel like this is a a little kid that's forced uh, to fight in an MMA fight against Santa Claus for some toy. Uh, (laughs) You're you're like the rebellious, you're like the rebellious teenager fighting with dad um, this week. So we'll see how it goes. Should be a good matchup. It's going to be a good matchup. Uh, I can't wait to see who wins. Either way, I'm going to be happy with the win, and I'm going to be happy if Kevin wins. So we'll see. Um, and also, we're going to see if these four teams can uh, redeem themselves and uh, pull out a win and then change their name back. Got a lot of teams that have a lot on the line this week. It's going to be a great week. Um, we got a Thursday night game, Miami at Baltimore. So make sure you set up your lineups accordingly. Sunday, we do have a Sunday morning game in London, Minnesota versus Cleveland. don't know if you're starting any Cleveland uh, players, but make sure you get them in there early Sunday morning. Monday night, we got Denver at Kansas City. We'll have some teams coming down to the very end uh, if you started any Denver or Kansas City players. So that's always interesting. And this is like a uh, bye Nada. we got, we got six teams on a bye this week. Green Bay, Tennessee, L.A. Rams, the Giants. Uh, the Cardinals and the Jaguars all on a bye. This could yeah, be a tough week. Yeah, this week and next week are the two toughest weeks to get through, man. It's it's slim pickings, um, you know, for some, not for everybody. Um, but the, if you have six teams on on a bye this week and next week, if you got some key players from those squads, that's going to make things tough. Yeah. So we'll see. Especially we'll see who has depth on their bench and who doesn't with these yeah, buys coming up. Not it. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, Kevin, thanks for emailing the show. Uh, Tyler, thanks for joining in, man. We, uh, we appreciate you guys listening to the Two Guys in the Bed podcast. The official podcast of where reality becomes fantasy. Yeah. <laughs>